TV and where I am on this situation is, hey, baseball, I don't care. Get to me when it's over. I, I think it's garbage from both sides. I really don't care. Just play baseball. You have enough money. There's enough money to go around. How much money can the owners want? How much money can the players want? Figure it out. Go to an independent arbitrator and get back to me. Enough of this collective bargaining garbage. Yeah, I don't care. I just want to see baseball. And they're all rich anyway, so come on. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, Canada. Welcome to the RP Show. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to March. A very important day for us and you. And I think we're on. Are we live? Are we good? Do you got me back there? Okay, sorry. Something just happened back here. What a day! We're off and running. (laughs) Thanks for um, being patient, everybody. And as we bring in Darren Moose DuPont, we'll tell you that something happened. I don't know what. We're three minutes late going to wear, so apologies to those watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, or whatever is your favorite platform to watch the RP show. How do you like us so far? What's up, Moose? Yeah, how about that? It's just like we just lost our feed, what? Three minutes. Three less minutes. Than, well, way less than three minutes before we went to air. It was rolling. Yeah. So anyways, coming up on today's show, it's going to be fantastic. Winnipeg Ice Ford Zach Benson is going to be joining us from the Manitoba Capitol. They, well, I think they're home. They were on the road forever. He's a Chilliwack, B.C. kid playing for the ice. He's a big fan of this show, and coincidentally, we're big fans of him. And I think it's going to be a fun WHL chat with Zach Benson. And then Don Andrews, the voice of Palace Athena Fight Club, is going to be joining us. And he's the voice of a lot of things, including the Vancouver Warriors NLL team. Palace Athena is obviously a lot of things out in Vancouver. I think he might have a take on the Canucks game last night. Probably. I would think anybody in Vancouver does. So... The ship has left the harbor. We're good. And can you please hit the quick six show horn, Director Jordan, please? And thank you. All right. Everybody, let's woo Don't like when we, um, you know, things don't go smoothly. Because for the most part, things have been going very smoothly this week. Very. Coming out of a, just a wild weekend, it's been awesome. And then this. And we still don't quite know what happened. But anyways, we're on the air and we're good. So... My Canadian press news wire is still down. It's the backbone of what we do here. So I'm just going to I'm going to skeet shoot here Moose with some we're going to break with tradition with a quick six and just kind of go all over the place. We kind of did that yesterday. Sure. And it worked. Of course. With the Ovi thing. Yeah. Rasmus Sandin scored the go-ahead goal with 3.23 to go, and the Toronto Maple Leafs beat the Washington Capitals 5-3 Monday night. Michael Bunting, William Nylander, and Justin Hall all scored in the first period for Toronto. Pierre Ingvall added an empty netter with 101 to go to seal Washington's 10th loss in their past 13 home games. And because of all of our Eastern viewers and Leafs fans out here in the West, I don't mind at all spending a minute on that game. Now, I'm not watching the Leafs real closely because they're not my team. I bang on them only because of you and Clark. That's it. If the Leafs won the Stanley Cup this year, I'd be as happy as anybody. I'm not joking. Like, it's time for some Canadian team to win. Right. And I noticed I watched Sports Center four times today. Just had it on in the background yeah. in the gym and in my room. Six, when six minutes are devoted to the Leafs to open Sports Center, you sense that something's coming. Right. Right? Yeah. You do a little bit. And, you know, they're probably Canada's best chance shot right now. I mean, Calgary was up there. I mean, if Edmonton gets rolling, they could be too. But, um, 
I think they're probably the best shot to win right now in Canada. Yeah. A lot of pressure on them too, and so you kind of put them under the microscope because all you know it's been so long. They've got such a high payroll. The expectations are sky high, so it's easy to have them under the microscope. Might sure. have been a tremendous poll question: Who's Canada's best hope to win a Stanley Cup? Yeah. Because I would probably at this point favor the Calgary Flames, and it's not just because I'm here. They've got better goaltending, but uh, a fun discussion. Very. Just checking in into the chat from everybody here. Um, BW watching on YouTube says, it's snowing in northern Alberta. Good morning. Did you open your curtains this morning? Woo! You can't even see across the parking lot of the Gray Eagle. I know. can't see across the parking lot. And as I'm walking in here, the skies just are parting now. Blue skies are coming out. And Brandon said it's actually supposed to be a pretty warm day, but it didn't start out that way. Yeah, well. Yeah, it started out with a storm. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll, I'll get back on point here. Just checking some of the comments, but we got to stay on point. So that's with the Leafs. It just looks like they got something going on. The only bad thing about if the Leafs make a long run in the Stanley Cup playoffs, I would really miss Don Cherry in Coach's Corner. Yeah. They just seem to really go together. Don't they? The Leafs in the playoffs and Coach's Corner with Don Cherry. But no, Sportsnet had other ideas. A three-goal first period staked an early lead to the New Jersey Devils in a 7-2 route of the Vancouver Canucks. Tanner Pearson and Vasily Podkolzin replied for Vancouver in the second period. The Canucks are who we thought they were. They're not going to make the playoffs. This season was a write-off from the jump. You torch your head coach and GM. You're just trying to pilot with one engine to get back onto the ground. Yeah, They're not, they're not turning things around in Vancouver, right? I'd like to think there's still hope, but... Yeah? For this season? There is. They're not that far out. What are they, eight points out? Go to the big board. I think there's six or eight points out of a spot. I'd like you to look that up, but... I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Um, I like it when they now they've got the wild card in there. Yeah. Uh, this is the score app, of course, which is our Bible in a lot of ways. Uh, Vancouver, in terms of points, they have 58, and Dallas has the final playoff spot. They got 61. By my farmer math, that's 13 points out. 58 to 61? Oh, wait, three, three points. points. Three. Farmer math. <laughs> Milestone high school math, sorry. <laughs> what was I looking at? Three points. So, I mean, but it's funny when you say they're not Jets making, are six out. Right. When you say they're not making the playoffs, it's because that's the read you get from the team. And so when you're three points out, really within striking distance and... The read on the team is this team's not making the playoffs. That's a bad sign for your group. Now, we know they can get on a roll and hope they get in, but uh, it's tough. Well, they're not on a roll now. No, they're not. So, uh, anyways, nice work, gentlemen, getting us back on the air today. I love it with the, uh, the IKS crew back in Regina, the world's fastest pit crew. That's all I had there in terms of games, because this is coming from the Canadian Press Wire. The Leafs and the Canucks, and I'm moving on. All national hockey teams from Russia and Belarus have been banned from the IIHF. Hockey's world governing body also withdrew Russia's hosting rights for the 2023 World Junior Hockey Championship in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Additionally, the Canadian Olympic Committee and its Athletes Commission have urged organizations hosting sporting events in Canada to rescind invitations to athletes and officials from Russia and Belarus. So that continues. Everybody's debated it. 
It's obviously not the most positive thing. Um, we're going to have Katrina LeMay Doan down here. She was the chef de mission for Team Canada at the Beijing Games. We thought she might have been staying for the Paralympics, but she's not. She's back in Calgary. Katrina will be with us. I'm very interested to talk to the good Saskatoon gal with Canada's brightest smile, what her take is on all of this. So, spoiler alert, Katrina LeMay Doan will be down here tomorrow as we dip into the Olympic guest list here in Calgary. I have a point here on, it's point two, I guess. The NHL statement on Russia. You were dabbling over the uh, buffet. We're discussing this last night at supper, which incidentally, I don't even know it was on the buffet last night because all I had was dessert. I had a little scoop of trifle. Apparently it's a Canadian thing. The Americans have no idea what trifle is. I used to make it with my mom when I was in high school. Okay. It's pudding, it's cake, it's whipped cream. It's oh. ho, 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 ho! And a sliver of pecan pie. That's all I had. What did you have? They had some uh, beef and Yorkshire pudding again. It was prime rib yeah, night over deep. the weekend. Oh, no, I went deep. They had a little Asian food there, some fish. Um, got a little bit of everything. It was good. Yeah, so that was the buffet last night. And then this morning, I thought I got trapped in the elevator. But I did not. The elevator got to the bottom floor, and most times it would go bing and open. It didn't open. Heart rate up to 180 immediately. And I thought, let me just try something. Hit door open. Away it went. Wow. Bob's your uncle. Okay. But you know they were just working on the elevator last week. Right. So I was a little concerned that maybe I'd be trapped in the elevator, which incidentally has happened to me in Phoenix. Yeah. Three hours. Where three was yours? Hours. Banff, you said? In Banff at the hotel. There was six of us on the elevator, and I had the only bottle of water. Woo, how about that? They're sitting down three and a half hours. Have you ever been trapped in an elevator, folks? It ain't fun. And this one's been a little clunky coming down to the bottom, and I've been a little nervous. I was uh, in Phoenix. I was there hosting the Ryderville, Arizona party. I was trapped in the elevator. Fortunately, had my cellular phone. So I called my longtime trusty broadcast partner, Carmelo Carteri. He was in his room, and I said, Carm, I'm stuck in the elevator. He goes, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Maybe call somebody. Yeah, go to the front desk. I don't know. Get in here and climb the cable. Help me. Jesus. Anyways, moving on. Uh, I'll get to the baseball lockout here. I'm just jumping but into. You the started point. on the NHL comment on Russia, and then that went into the buffet, and you didn't actually address the comment. Oh, the yeah. NHL statement. So you said that they said everything that we said yesterday on the show is basically what you said. Yeah, they're not representing the Russian flag. They're just coming over as people representing their teams. So we condemn, you know, Russia and representing the country, but we support the people that are in Canada and in North America playing hockey. They're representing their families and themselves and the teams they're playing for. They're not over here representing Russia wearing a Russian flag. Well, I've been around uh, international competition. I broadcast the World Juniors. I was the voice of Team Canada on Sportsnet Radio nationally on 27 radio stations. So I hate the fact that the Russian players are going to be punished for the actions of their leader. It seems so freaking elementary. It seems so grade two to me in that. Going to punish the whole class. You're all staying inside from recess because this idiot launched a spitball at Susie. But that's exactly what it is. And yeah. I'm not arguing it. I totally get it. It's just sad that it's come to this. Yeah. 
right? That's my take on that. And yeah, the NHL, I just thought there's no way you could punish the players, deny them a right to make a living because of the idiotic actions of their leader. To the, uh, the, to the NBA, and I was encouraged by our consultant, who will at this point remain nameless, to talk a little more NBA because of the major market viewers in Vancouver and Toronto watching us. So Scotty Barnes made his first 11 shots and had 28 points and a season-high 16 rebounds in the game, leading the Toronto Raptors to a 133-97 victory over the Brooklyn Nets last night. I watched the game. I don't know if you did or not, but I really liked the play-by-play announcer on TSN. I don't know who it was. Somebody, you got to tell me who it was. It wasn't Matt Devlin. It wasn't from Halifax. I love Matt Devil, and he follows me on Twitter. Clearly, he's a good guy. I'm thinking maybe he was ill or something, but the guy they had last night was really good, too. And Leo Routon was doing color. So I'm listening really closely in my room to the game, trying to get a cue or a, 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 a shot of him. Yeah. And they called him Jonesy. Is it Paul Jones? They called him Jonesy. Might have been Paul Jones. Bingo! Hey, thank you. I got him! What do I win? Anyways, I thought he was very good. I really enjoyed the Raptors game last night. And uh, just saying, people are saying you need to uh, dabble out of your comfort zone and talk a little NBA. And I'm like, that's cool. I know basketball. Sure. Kids played it. Was a huge NBA fan in the 90s. Chicago Bulls era. Last dance. Uh, So anyways... Blown out by Charlotte and Atlanta in their first two games after the All-Star break. The Raptors were on the good side of a romp against the Nets team missing their best players. And their coach, Steve Nash, was kept out of the game because of COVID protocols. We're still doing that? (laughs) Anyways, this is the warm-up. We're only three points in. When we come back, we'll talk a little more NHL. Who's Canada's best hope to win Lord Stanley? MLB lockout, Connor Murray, Art Riles. It's all ahead. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. Also, YouTube Live. And if you missed the show, check us out on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 